Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Vanessa. Let's talk rugby league, the issues that are popping up thanks to the Daily Telegraph's Fatima Kadu, who joins us. Morning, Fatima. Good morning, Maddie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Great to have you back on the program. So I appreciate your time this morning. Uh, a couple of issues to go through. Can I start with the, the Wayne Bennett one? Now, we knew that, that this was bubbling around. And now that we know uh-huh. that there's essentially been, um, well, I, do we call it a formal application? Either way, what? either way, he's put his interest up, hasn't he? He has. He himself has confirmed that he's, uh, you know, reached out to the New Zealand Rugby League, and Greg Peters himself has said that Wayne Bennett is now on the shortlist, which of course includes Kiwis legends Stacey Jones and uh, Nathan Kalis. You know, I was listening to you at the top of the show, and and I too I do tend to agree with you. Now that Wayne Bennett has put his hand up officially, it's going to be really hard for the New, New Zealand Rugby League to justify not going with Wayne Bennett. I mean, he is arguably the greatest coach that we've ever had. And, and considering on the back of the, uh, the success that the Kiwis had in the Pacific Championship, you feel like this will be a really big, big coup for them. Mm. Um, and, you know, Wayne Bennett himself has said he cares about the international games. And I guess if you look at his resume, the proof is there. You know, he's coached Australia, he's coached England, um, and he's helped the Kiwis out before. So... I think this would be a good move for New Zealand Rugby League. I do, however, also agree with, you know, those Kiwi supporters that are going to say we should have, you know, a Kiwi coach coaching the Kiwis because Mm. I personally do believe it's a part of our game that we still aren't where we need to be. We need more Pacifica head coaches. We need more Indigenous head coaches. And I think New Zealand Rugby League, if they do go with Wayne Bennett, um, you know, in the immediate future, that part of his role should be to have guys like Nathan Kalis and Stacey Jones as his understudies so he can actually hand over to a Kiwi coach. Mm. And remember when when the whole Madge issue uh, popped up at the back end of last year, there was a lot of talk, and we spoke to our guys over there at SCNZ, there was a lot of talk around, you know, the conflict of interests essentially and pathways with New South Wales through to Australia and then obviously through to New New Zealand and how all that would play out. Do you see any of those issues, even though there are no official connections with, with Wayne Bennett, but do you see any of those issues that they could raise with a Bennett appointment? You know, no, I don't think so. I mean, Wayne Bennett, you know, obviously he's got one more year left um, at the Dolphins and he hands over to, to Christian Wolf, and, you know, the, the uh, international schedule will co- coincide with the end of the season. And then if, you know, 
it's pretty much um, a free reign for him. So I don't think they can use that uh, as a justification. I think um, the only real pushback on the Bennett appointment will be the fact that, you know, New Zealand Rugby League and, you know, International Rugby League with the rise of Tonga and Samoa is really at a crossroads. You know, they have to decide whether they do want to go with another Aussie coach or whether they, you know, back someone like Nathan Kalis or Stacey Jones. What about Wayne Bennett himself? I mean, you know, he's such a, a fascinating character and we're constantly sort of waiting for the for the end of his of his tenure. And it's like the end of his tenure is never going to come because he understands more than better, better than anyone, I reckon, Fatima, that you're a long time retired. So it seems as though this kind of role would fit perfectly into what Wayne Bennett wants, which is continuing roles in rugby league that have some gravitas about it and not sit on the sidelines and be an advisor or a consultant. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, he could be an incredible asset to New Zealand Rugby League because he has so much knowledge to to impart to whoever might be his understudy or, you know, just New Zealand Rugby League in general. I think, you know, if he still wants to coach, he says he still loves the game and, like I said, loves um, International Rugby League, why would you not take advantage of that? And, you know, Craig Bellamy is another one that comes to mind. He's, his charges at the storm are constantly joking about how this guy's, you know, Craig Bellamy loves it too much. He's never really going to give it up. So, you know, guys like Bellamy and guys like Bennett, we absolutely need to squeeze the lemon dry on that because they are genuine assets to the sport. Here's one that Tommy raised this morning when we were discussing this. So, so it's clear that Wayne Bennett wants to continue coaching, right? And, and we know that the year we'll, we'll see out at the Dolphins. But if you're, a, if you're another NRL club, and perhaps you're thinking of moving on your coach and you're thinking, well, hang on a second, Wayne Bennett is wants to stay in the game. How, how do you reckon you play that if you know, if you're in the knowledge that, that Bennett is, is still in it and still wants to go for it and is, and is essentially available to coach? That, that, that's a that's a tough call. I mean, you know, when Craig Bellamy, you know, gives up his head coaching role, he's going into a consultant role, um, and maybe that might be a way for you know an NRL club looking for a coach to get the you know get the best out of Wayne Bennett to have him in a in a consultant role, and that's probably something Wayne Bennett might be interested in because it means he probably gets to do both the international role and the role at an, an uh, NRL level. But again, there's there's a handful of coaches in the NRL that, you know, if they do for whatever reason become available, um, you, you have to, as an NRL club, especially if you're struggling, you have to make the most of those opportunities. And that, you know, it's a good point. That might be something that the New Z- that Greg Peters from the New Zealand Rugby League has to consider, you know, because we know how volatile NRL head coaching jobs are, that, you know, a job might pop up somewhere and, and Wayne Bennett might want to, you know, give away the Kiwis job so he can go back to the NRL. Mm. As you well know, listeners and readers are the, are the best sources of news tips. And we got a beauty on Australia Day from a listener who texted <laughs> in and said, I'm pretty sure I saw Greg Inglis at uh, at Concord all, all decked out in West Tigers gear. And we tried to follow it up and obviously didn't didn't get anywhere on Australia Day. But um, look, who's, look who's there. What do you make of all this? Uh, I, I think it's brilliant. You know, Jareem Buller was a, a shining light for what has what was a pretty tough season or at least a couple of years for the West Tigers. And, you know, um, Greg Inglis has, has been there. He's done that. He understands the pressure that comes from playing at big clubs, you know, in, in high-profile roles. And um, the Tigers have made quite a bit of an investment in Jareem Buller. You know, he signed until the end of 27 on a almost a $3 million deal. I think it's $2.8 million. 
So in that final year, if there's a mutual option, and if he does stay, that's almost $900,000. So it's in their best interest to make sure they're doing everything they can to um, you know, ensure that Buller is the success that they want him to be, and I'm, I'm sure that he wants to be. And, um, you know, there's no doubt, you know, we heard Ryan Pappenhausen on the show earlier talking about sort of that outside pressure and how hard it can be. You know, players are under such scrutiny. And for a kid like Buller who plays for a club like the Tigers that is just a headline magnet, mm. having somebody like Greg Inglis on speed dial is, I think, actually a really good move by the Tigers and really important for his development. Yeah, 100%. Really good point. Uh, a final issue, Raymond Faitala Mariner. So we know mm. what's happened there. Goes off to the Dragons, turns up to training, ready to rumble. Does it make a difference to the Dragons' season this year? Is it, is it the kind of the, the kind of signing that Shane Flanagan wanted slash needed? Uh, look, Flanagan insists that it's the kind of signing that he needed. You know, he himself said he adds a bit of experience to the forward pack. He's he's versatile. He can play on the edge or you know in the middle. Uh, is it what the Dragons need to get themselves from the bottom of the ladder? I'm, I'm not sure. You know, you look at the signings that the Dragons have made so far. There's Kyle Flanagan, Jaime Sele, Tom Eisenhuth from uh, Melbourne, uh, uh, Jesse Marsh, who I think was a New South Wales Cup player of the year. I mean, you know, they're not necessarily signings that are going to turn uh, the Dragons into a premiership force in, in season 2024. But, you know, I think Dragons fans need to be prepared that there is a bit of pain ahead, but also feel confident by the fact that Flanagan is a coach that knows what it takes to win premierships and to, to get the job done. You know, there's a story in the Telegraph today about how Canterbury now have moved on every single player that was in their top 30 yeah. um, since 2021. And, and Flanagan himself has made no secret of the fact that he wants to overhaul that Dragons roster. And they've only got five players signed until the end of 26 and only Moses Stooley um, to the end of 27. So, you know, it might be a couple of years of pain while Shane Flanagan unpicks that roster. But I think he's the guy. He's the right guy for that job. Well, they may end up with Christian Tuopoloto as well. So the, the Seagulls are, are looking to move him on if he can find a spot. And that might be the destination. And Flano had some, obviously, time with him there as the assistant coach at Brookvale last year. So they may end up picking up him as well this week. Uh, yep, yep. So, you know, obviously he's been told that he's free to look for a new home. I'd actually spoken to somebody about this yesterday who um, said that the deal's all but done at the Dragons. Um, haven't been able to confirm that, but confident that you know, he will be going to the Dragons. So, again, you know, another one who adds a bit of depth to that roster, but, you know, is he going to be the game-breaker or, the you know, the marquee signing that they need? Not yet. You know, I... I Shane Flanagan probably knows he hasn't landed that signing yet and, and is probably eager to. So, but again, um, you know, we've seen at the Bulldogs, we've seen at the Tigers, these things take time and yeah. Dragons fans just need to be prepared to be patient. Yeah, and what that means for Manly is they can bring Nathan Brown into the top 30 on the roster so they can move on um, Christian Tilpolotu and they can bring up Nathan Brown if it all pans out that way. Fatima, thanks so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, Maddie. Fatima Kadu there from The Daily Telegraph. 0457 736 736 is my text line. Or 1300 01 1170 on the open line. It's 17 minutes to 10 o'clock.